What is going on, ladies? This is Marcia here with another episode of the Lady Strong Fit Cast. And today I have a very special guest, Dr. Brady. Him and I, we're going to be talking about injury prevention. So the big question is this. How were two women who didn't cheat and purchase a gym franchise model, how were they able to spread their mission and purpose by empowering and transforming hundreds of women's lives through fitness, nutrition, mindset, and accountability with a micro gym business model of women only? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. We are Lady Strong Fitness. Dr. Brady, how are you today? I'm doing fine. It's good to finally join you. Yeah, you know, I'll be honest, it's really weird calling you Dr. Brady. Is that okay if I call you Dr. Just Brady's fine. <laughs> you can call me Brady. That is fine. We've been on a pretty informal basis for a long time, so we're good. That's fair. So let's talk about that for a second before I begin. So I met uh, Brady, I, Jesus, I want to say six years ago. At least, yeah. Yeah, six years. It's crazy. Um, when I moved back to Illinois to pursue fighting full time, I was uh, working with a chiropractic company in, in South Dakota, Health Source, and they actually referred me to you. And my God, lo and behold, I can't make this up. This man's hands is a genius. <laughs> I've worked with many doctors before, and I rave about how well your practice is and how you educate your members or your customers. So I thank you for keeping me intact over the course of the last six years. <laughs> It's been a challenge. It has to say you, the least. You do a really good job of beating up your body with all the different things that you do. Very much so. So I know who you are, but for our audience that's tuning in today, can you please tell a little bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, I've been a chiropractor now for over twenty years. Um, you know, being in uh, in the chiropractic profession, most chiropractors are entrepreneurs. You know, by default, they have to own their own business. And I didn't really know how to do that well. I knew how to take care of patients, but I didn't know how to run it like a business. So, um, as you mentioned, Health Source, uh, it's a chiropractic franchise group that I got involved with uh, to help me run and, and analyze the business side of it a little bit more. I uh, did really well with the model, I had a couple of uh, franchises or, or offices over the years and then worked my way up the ranks and now do their uh, clinical education and training for them at the, cor the corporate level. So, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a good journey. Now I write their rehab programs and use some of my experience and knowledge and try to make it teachable and scalable to uh, all the offices around the country. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. So, you know, Lady Strong Fitness, our modality is all about functional training, higher intensity, incorporating a lot of free weights. And I want you to just, you know, tell us what, what, why it's important to, um, what can we do? Let's, let's back over. So what can we do to prevent injuries prior to doing the HIT classes? Yeah, you know, a lot of people's misconception about chiropractic, the just the idea of it and why we're actually having this conversation. It's not just about trying to fix back pain. It's about trying to make the body move more efficiently. So then when you load it, you do the different activities and the resistance training, you don't overstrain, overtax joints, injure tissues, uh, things like that. So it's really about trying to improve biomechanics, make your body move better, make joints go through their full range of motion, make sure the muscular system is working through its full range of motion. So when you do go and load it, you're less likely to injure it. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things with you know exercise in general is, 
you know, people tend to push themselves through injured tissue and when they're hurting and they're in pain and they just think, well, it'll just work itself out. It'll go away. But we all know the the body is a master compensator and it's going to try to do whatever it can as efficient as it can to get through whatever you know strain or challenge we're putting our bodies through. Sure. So, you know, from a chiropractic perspective, you know, you just got to be careful about trying to load injured tissue and making sure that you're doing the proper things to prepare your body for the type of challenges that you're going to be putting it on, whether it's resistance training, whether it's cardiovascular, whether it's HIIT training, whatever it is. It's just being mindful that when your body is struggling, when it's in a little bit of a compensation mode, when, when joints are aching at the end ranges and different movements that you're doing, you just got to be careful about how you load the body. Yeah, I would 100% agree with you there. You know, there's something that you told me a while back that I recall there was an injury that I had. It, it was like, correct me if I'm wrong, it was like after two days, if if it's still, you know, in pain, then something needs to be worked out. Now, maybe you can rephrase that into, you know, layman terms or simpler terms, but um, people have a tendency to almost neglect and say, oh, it'll get better over time. But I know now just based on you educating me, that's not the case. So well, what, what do you recommend? Yeah. It's a great, I mean, the body muscles, you tear every time you work out. It's not the workout that makes you stronger. It's the recovery from the workout that makes you stronger. You're basically tearing tissue and you're loading it with a stress that the body isn't prepared to handle. So it heals from that, that stress or strain or load that you're putting it on. So the next time you expose it, it can handle it better. So it makes it stronger in the recovery from the damage you just exposed it to. Muscles have a really rich blood supply. They, they heal really quickly, even after some of your toughest workouts where you're really, you know, squatting hard or, you know, lifting a heavy bench or anything. Your body's sore for two or three days, usually at most. That's about how long it takes for the inflammatory process to peak out and your body to heal and recover. Anything that lasts longer than that, now it's an, it's an injured tissue. You're loading that tissue too much or there's a compensation going on in your body where the, the muscle just can't rest. It can't recover because we keep loading it and loading it and loading it. And so that's where you're, you're exactly right. If something is hurting longer than two or three days, you know, it's time to start figuring out what's going on. Why is that tissue working harder than it should be? Why is it carrying too much load? What isn't working that I might need to, to address that is you know, causing that? Because muscle strain, it's just, it's, a, it's your body's reaction to an overloaded stress on a tissue. So when you're feeling that inflammation, when you're feeling that tissue tear, it's not that muscle's fault. So it doesn't always be, you know, in your best interest to just go beat it up and stretch it and strain it and pull it and try to elongate it. It's trying to figure out what isn't loading properly. Why is that tissue getting overloaded and why is it not healing like all our muscles should do? So that's yeah, just something to consider think about when you're when you're working out and exercising. Yeah, I would agree. I wish more people would take extra precautions and do preventative maintenance. Like, for instance, we all go to the dentist appointment, you know, have our dentist scheduled for every six months or three months or whatever it is. But when it comes to chiropractic care, it's like they don't go on unless nine times out of 10, they're in pain. Right. So what do you suggest? Well, and I'm not endorsing that everyone just starts going to a chiropractor. Well, it'd be nice because like you said, they should be aware of what their body's doing. They should go to some body specialist, you know, at some point if they're feeling injured or they're not feeling efficient or if they're, you know, have chronic aches and pains to figure out where their body isn't moving well. Generally, you can find that out just from a thorough range of motion assessment, whether you're doing trunk rotation, side to side, flexion extension, neck rotation, side to side, shoulder, internal, external rotation, hip, internal, external rotation. If any of those movements feel really asymmetrical 
or painful, then you know that your body has got some form of protection mechanism going on around that joint. And that you should just be, at least be a little bit careful. And then the other thing is I, I like to advise people to not just warm up, but we, we call them primers. How can you prime your body? How can you prime your system to prepare it for the stresses and strains that you're gonna put it through? And stretching isn't always the best primer, especially if there's some injury going on. You wanna just use light bands and try to move through and pull through ranges of motion to help warm your body up rather than stretching because your body will respect any type of, of barriers that it's got put in place. So if you're stretching it and you're using an outside wall or something and trying to, you know, doorway stretches or you know, the trunk twist stretch is one of the ones that, you know, kind of make me cringe the most where they're laying on their back and they just drop their leg over and twist their trunk, you know, with gravity. If the joints are feeling achy and, and protective, it's going to stress and strain that joint or the tissues around that joint, which could make you more irritable. You know, sure. your body could get irritated. So you're better off taking a light resistance band and pulling through trunk ranges of motion, you know, maybe doing some pushing exercises through a full range of motion, doing some light pulling exercises with adding trunk rotation, do some bad, you know, thoracic extension exercise to warm up those muscles, because those are ones that, you know, tend to get over strained with sitting in bad posture, yeah. uh, doing some light neck exercises with some bands going side to side to warm those tissues up it's just better to warm up well activating and using light resistance to move you through ranges of motion rather than stretching to try to increase range of motion i'm glad that you brought that up and here's why uh we restructured on how we do our warm-ups just based on you educating me on passive and active exercises so we're incorporating more bands into our warm-ups and let's talk about that because it's best coming from you than it is from me. And I know you kind of hit on it a little bit, but let's talk about like the active and passive again and why it's important prior yeah, to Yeah, there's a time and a place for both. You know, passive is just using gravity or some outside force to encourage a range of motion. It could be a partner stretch. It could be, you know, using a, a doorway or gravity to help stretch and push through a range of motion. It can even be, you know, laying over a, a foam roller and stretching your back over a foam roller. Those are all passive. And, and that is going to allow for some increase in range of motion. But it's not activating or using uh, muscles within the range of motion you just created. So that's where you have to be a little bit careful is if you do passive stretching to increase a range of motion, you should then grab a light band or do something to actively stimulate, activate, recruit those muscles in that new range of motion you just created. Because the, the, the part about stability is making the muscular system feel safe throughout a range of motion. So if you passively increase a range of motion, you should actively stimulate, activate, recruit muscles in that new range of motion just to increase or improve stability. So if you do use those ranges during an exercise or workout, your body's a little bit more prepared to, you know, activate, contract and, and create the stability around those ranges. 100%. So ladies, hey, you're in great hands. And I shout out to you, Dr. Brady. And I wish, honestly, I wish you were a female, we would invite you in for a class. <laughs> but we do a lot of the active and then passive and active, you know, if we are stretch, mm -hmm. stretching out our hip flexors, the band, and we're making sure after that, maybe we do a squat or whatever it is. So thank you for that. Let's talk about cool downs, because we also cool down after our workout. Why is yeah. it important and how can that help women perform better in their workouts? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, same thing. It's just kind of letting the body start to come back down. That's actually a better time to do any type of passive range of motion, gentle stretching. Again, if there's any injured tissue, you want to be mindful not to stretch that. But after the muscles are going to start cooling down, you that's the time to elongate and make sure they're moving through their full ranges of motion, whatever those types of, of movements are. You know, it's very, uh, rest is important. You know, you need to make sure the tissues are fully lengthened and then you need to less, let them rest and recover. So hydration is important. You know, if you're doing a lot of sweating, you might need to replace electrolytes to help with uh, recovery from that. Um, and while if you're doing heavy resistance days, you got to make sure you alternate different regions of the body. You know, so the, the cool down process and then in the, the resting and re recovery process are both areas that need to be respected because that's what's going to allow your body to heal optimally so that you can go back and rechallenge it again. I like that. So I like to end each episode with giving advice. If this could be for a novice member, a beginner, anything whatsoever, what would that advice be? Wow, that's a tough one. Just pulling this out of left field. Um, first is respect your body's signals. If mm. your body is trying to tell you something, listen to it. If you push through pain, if you try to you know, push it into ranges it doesn't feel comfortable with, know that you're at risk for injury. And then the second thing would be, don't try to stretch or elongate injured tissue. Your body is trying to prevent you from going into movements that doesn't feel safe and comfortable. So if your body is trying to you know, tighten up an area, especially if it's asymmetrical and you know one side isn't doing something as well, don't try to stretch through it because your body is gonna you know, pick that up as being, um, I'm already injured, I'm already feeling unsafe. I don't want you to go into that, that range because the joint, the ligament, the tendon, the muscle, something is not working right in that range. And if you try to violate that protective mechanism, your body is just gonna try to tighten back up and protect you uh, even more. So it, it, sometimes stretching into tissue can actually lead to more tightness. Mm. So, you know, those would be a couple of my, my key things, key thoughts, key takeaways for your uh, listeners. Love it. Ladies, do not ignore those signals. Pay attention. So thank you so much, Doc. I appreciate you being on here today. Ladies, thank you so much for tuning in of another episode of the Lady Strong Fakecast. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you on the next episode. Take care, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel or find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or whatever your favorite place is to listen to podcasts. And if you really liked this episode, please leave a review for us on iTunes. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.